You're so funny, Alicia. How did you get to be so funny? Tell us. Tell the um, world. Tell your fans. I learned everything I know from my good friend, Alan, because he's a comedian. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, he sounds like a riot. Uh, he's actually not that funny. Everything I've learned has been from taking notes of what not to do. Like, when Alan gets in on, on stage, I just pull out my, my list, and I'm like, everything Alan does, don't do it. And that should guarantee you some success. And you know, you know what? what? You're not that funny it's anymore. worked out so far. <laughs> You're not funny anymore. I don't like this. <laughs> oh, that sucks, sweetie. <laughs> huh. Sweaty. Sweaty. I am pretty sweaty. It is a pretty hot day. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Alexia. I am good. How are you? I'm uh, very good, all things considered. Definitely. Yeah, you know, it's been a really rough time, and we felt that last week you should. We were gonna say something, but there's it's nothing that wasn't already said, and then it, it got us into thinking that a lot of the the work that needs to happen for change to happen for black people, for uh, minorities, for uh, to fight against police brutality. Like a lot of the, the why or like the how has already been figured out. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, this is not something new. This is not something that uh, pops up again every like 10 years, you know, like or, mm-hmm. it's something that's ongoing. That's been, People have been fighting for this, and it just so happened that a few high-profile police killings were... Killings by police were what prompted this wave of it, you Mm -hmm. know? But, like... So, uh, that being said, like, with with the protest, with the movement, with wanting to be involved, like, it is so important to do your research, because the research... And really, it's not doing the research, it's looking up the research because the research has been done yeah it's out there people have been talking about this for decades centuries you know like it truly is a tale as old as time yeah Um, absolutely yeah um so we we figured out we figured that the best we could do was um you know uh make our support of this whole movement known by just sharing uh with our public just you know resources because again as alan mentioned that research has already been done uh at first we were we thought we could you know compile a list of different sources and then we realized you know like really shouldn't have been to our surprise that this has already been done and it was already circulating uh the internet you know various different sources uh legal help uh black owned businesses uh readings all all that kind of stuff. Um, it's all. It was. It was already out there. So we just thought we'd do our part by sharing that, and just, um, you know, it's that felt like the most uh, uh, respectful thing to do, uh, given yeah. the circumstances. 
Oh. Yeah, because it's like it's so important to, especially us non-black people, to listen to black people, to mm-hmm. listen to the leaders of the movement, to not insert ourselves as like, oh, like well, this is this is the solution. Like no, like that's, mm-hmm. it's not up to us. And two, it's already been, we already know what the solution is. Exactly. We know what the solutions are. We know exactly what we need to do, to begin the process of finding equality for black people mm-hmm. but we just haven't done those things as a country a lot of us haven't done those things uh personally and uh, frankly like it's just some, something systemic like it's not gonna be resolved overnight i was just talking to my mom about how the san diego police department which i'm so angry about yeah. or not the uh the the city council voted for an increase in the police budget. So the police budget is for the fiscal year of 2020 to 2021. It's uh, now going to be like $560 million or something like that, mm-hmm. which is compared to everything else that yeah. uh, the city funds, like it's outrageously high. Like it's, yeah. in, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And I was talking about that with my mom and she got really angry and really upset and like, you know, how could, how could our city be doing this? And like, mm-hmm. What if we just did this? What if we just did that? And I'm like, no, mom, like all, all these things. Like, yes, yes, you're right in these things. But at the same time, like these are not the solutions that yeah. we need. Like we need the solutions like defunding the police, abolishing the police, funding education, funding housing, funding health care. Like these yeah. are all the things that are going to help create equality. Because at the end of the day, you like it's what's not going to solve this is racist uh or people stop doing racist things mm-hmm. you know it, it's not going to uh, you know a white person um being changed having their mind changed to not say the n word anymore that's not going to solve racism mm-hmm. like it's deeper than that it's that's just uh a um like a, a a marker of racism, yeah. Of of the systemic oppression that Black people face in this country. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think in response to um, San Diego uh, City's decision to increase the budget for police, um, I think it's also important to note who uh, voted for that bill to pass. Um, who voted for Eight that out of increase. nine council members. Yeah, exactly. Uh, know who it was, and you know, um, they. I think they've made their stance very well known. Mm-hmm. And I think that, uh, you know, I know that a lot of people have their reservations about, you know, like yes, but voting isn't the only answer, and yes, voting is not the only answer, but mm-hmm. it's still important, especially at a at at a city level. Um, you know, looking. Who's in charge of uh, making these decisions in your city? That's important. Exactly. Um, exactly. So, you know, it's about knowing who those people are that have voted to um, increase funding for the police and decrease funding for schools and healthcare and all of that. They've made their sense very well known. So now it's, you know, the people's turn to vote these people out of office. Um, exactly. If they're not going to follow what we want. Exactly. Bye bye. Yeah. That's what they're there for. They're there they to are serve the people. Our representatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I especially think I, I feel like, you know, most people really just look at the big elections uh, without realizing that all of the like, you know, big and immediate changes to you happen through your your smaller, you know, city um, city government. Um, so it's it's always a, a good place to, to start at. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was, uh, like, I was telling my mom this morning, too, like, you know, she was saying that she felt so disheartened and so upset, like, you know, yes, it is very upsetting that these things, that people are actively working against the movement, mm-hmm. but the best we can do is keep fighting, like, yeah. we just, we keep fighting, we keep marching, we keep moving forward, Yeah, we don't stop, because this yeah. isn't, uh, this isn't something that's going to be solved overnight, we're going to yeah. need... A lot of energy, a lot of effort, a lot of people coming together yeah. to make this change happen. Yeah. And on that note, it's very important to note that um, the decrease in like coverage from the media does not mean that people have stopped marching, mm-hmm. that they've stopped protesting. Uh, this is not just something that, you know, uh, was just the thing that happened that week and it's over and like nobody's going to talk about that. No. These protests, these march marches, are, are still happening, um, and don't and let they rely on us to continue. Exactly, exactly. Don't let the the media, the lack of coverage from the media, sway you. Um, this is still yeah. like a very important topic, and the fact that you know we we have, uh, um, you know, some of these demands have been met. Uh, doesn't mean that the work I- is done, you know. So the fact that this um, cop, Derek, um, whatever his name is, I can't even remember. Um, doesn't matter. Yeah, the fact that he's been, uh, he's gonna be prosecuted doesn't mean that the fight is over. Because you know, what good is that if he still walks away free? Um, you know, so we have to just be on top of this and just not forget that this is still happening and these changes still need to... Uh, it, the work is just not done, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If you need any guidance on what you can do to continue the work, what how you can contribute, whether you're out protesting, whether you're uh, at home and can't go out, what, you know, like, for whatever... Uh, there, there's many lanes in this movement mm-hmm. and the really the best thing that I could recommend is um, looking into the National Black Lives Matter organizations mm-hmm. and your local na- uh, Black Lives Matter organization. They always have a lot of helpful tools, information, tips. Um, if you are uh, protesting and get into trouble, they can link you to like bail funds and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. they are uh, a... Uh, I I don't want it's not the central source of information for this, but a large source of information for this. And the black this is the Black Lives Matter organizations that um, were uh, built in response uh, to the I think it was um, um, Eric Garner in twenty eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the, the, you know these specific organizations have been working for almost a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, as an organization, but for much longer before that, as people, um, and and they are the people to go to for the most up to date information 
and things you can do and keep fighting keep going don't yeah. stop yeah. don't ever stop mm-hmm. we are not all we are not free until everyone is free yeah yeah that's an important point uh you know what i uh read i don't remember if it was yesterday or today just you know like a uh a, a bright start, definitely, um, was that uh, Sabrina Fulton, uh, Trayvon Martin's uh, mom, uh, now qualifies to run for public office. And she's, uh, uh, um, it, it looks like she is going to run for um, for public office. So, nice. you know, that's, it's exciting. You know, it's, yeah. um, it's heartbreaking, you know, the things that have brought her to this. But you know, it's. I think that she she she's doing important work. You know. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> what else can I say? Um, yeah. Yeah, but that just uh, yeah, reading that just made me. Made me happy. Yeah. Yeah, and like, there's. Uh, Nobody can nobody can sustain a, a a lifelong of of just fighting, you know. So obviously, yeah. like it, it's it's you need to take breaks. You need to um, look at positive things. You need to make sure that you stay you that you that you stay like mentally well enough to keep fighting, you know. So like mm-hmm. absolutely, like it, it's it's it's. It can't just be all like, what's wrong all the time. Yeah. Let's cel- exactly. let's celebrate the victories too. That's very yeah. important. Exactly. Um. Yeah, that was uh. That was one of the positive things uh, I've seen recently, and yeah, that's not to say that all of this has just been like depressing. I think we've seen some positive outcomes, um. Come out of this. Uh, it works. The the in Minnesota, they're looking to disband the police uh, altogether, yeah, and restart. Uh, in Camden, New Jersey, this isn't a result of this uh, protest, but mm-hmm. a while back, Camden, New Jersey, they disbanded their police force because they were just riddled with, like every police department is now, <laughs> riddled with, uh, um, uh, the like problems with the with their cops. And abusing their power, and mm-hmm. and they just decided to, to like, all right, scrap it all. Everyone, if you need to be a, a police officer, you need to reapply, and you need to. Um, they, I believe, uh, they changed their the police officers' capacity too, um, oh. and it their town didn't blow up. They're like the police aren't the police aren't necessary to like keep the order. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, uh, from what we've seen these last couple videos, you know, I mean, these last couple weeks, like from video evidence, you know, they're just very bad at keeping the order. You know, we've seen, yeah. we've seen these peaceful, uh, protests that just become chaos the moment the police steps in, you know, exactly. Um, uh, these are clearly people that do not know how to deescalate do not know how to maintain order and are really just the ones causing disorder. Um, and, you know, the evidence has been there. It's, it's there for us to see. <laughs> yeah. 
Man, how amazing would it be to live in a society where, like, mental health is prioritized and education is prioritized and you, you know, everyone has what they need covered. Mm-hmm. Like, that that's a society that commits less crimes. Yeah. For, for everyone who's like, oh, what about the crimes? What about the blah, 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 blah? Like, it's, yeah. de- it's so much deeper than that. <laughs> it's so much deeper than that. Yeah. Like, there's so much that uh, that goes into the to someone deciding to go or not maybe even not deciding but like someone just committing a crime mm-hmm. you know yeah these are important things like that's we need to yeah it's, we need to go back to square one yeah I, we can't assume it's ignorant to assume that people are just born criminals you know that's not Absolutely. the fact there are many social uh you know, things at play in making someone a quote, quote unquote, a criminal, you know? Um, so that idea that people are just criminals because, I don't know, God made them that way. <laughs> um, it's just not, it's it's not true. Um, and we, when we start targeting the the systems that have failed citizens and have like put them on a path uh that's not uh you know not set them on a on a on a good path to success we need to address mm-hmm. those systems and fix those systems because they are ultimately failing citizens mm-hmm. yeah amen yeah um yeah alan do you have any uh positive points to talk about i mean we we've definitely discussed <laughs> some positivity but um yeah. Things that have brightened my life in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, something that has brightened my life a lot is uh, connecting with my friends more over social media about everything that's happening. I know that with, with uh, COVID, everyone's kind of been uh, social distancing. Um... But even with the protests, like with, uh, I love seeing my friends who go out and protest. I love seeing my friends who post um, information online, who uh, retweet, repost, share, mm-hmm. sign petitions, donate. Like, I love seeing all that. Something that I feel that, or uh, let me rephrase that. Something that I love a lot is when the community comes together. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I learned in college. Because in college, it was a prim- uh, predominantly white institution. Um, so all us minorities had to basically stick together and make our own community because the larger Trinity community didn't accept us. Yes. Um, so... That really taught, and my Mexican upbringing, of course, <laughs> taught me the importance of creating a community of, um, of strengthening the importance of strengthening those bonds, those interpersonal bonds as well. I think something that can easily happen, even in, in like a group of friends or in families, or you know, you assume that you're always there for each other, but you don't practice like giving each other love by even just by saying like, Hey, I see you. 
uh, I love you or, hey, like, uh, I love that you shared this. Can I repost? Can I, you know, like, that's a, a, a strong community can easily fall apart when you don't have those things. Yeah. So I've been making sure to um, send my love to people if, uh, like, there's something that they posted that I really connected with, I say, like, yes, thank you so much for sharing, uh, sending you love. Mm-hmm. Um, when I feel at my best mentally, I am always 100% available to talk to anyone about anything. I love talking to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's been amazing that, like, reaching out to my friends, having my friends reach out to me, like... Some people that I haven't talked to since college, since high school, you know, like, mm-hmm. and just knowing that we're all there for each other and yeah. having that reassurance, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's, yeah, those are definitely important things to point out and important things to notice within your social circles. And I'm so happy for you. Yeah, and we're going to get to live together soon. Me, you, and a couple of other friends. (laughs) And that's what I'm most excited for in the next couple of weeks. Because, girl, (laughs) I miss people my age. (laughs) Yeah, oh my gosh, tell me about it. I I love talking to my... Well, I don't love talking to my mom, but... (laughs) (laughs) I, I love my mom, but I need... I need people who understand me, who really understand me, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going through the same things <laughs> at this moment. Uh, yeah, it's it's really exciting. And, you know, it's just, it's a different form of, you know, it's it knowing the people, knowing that you have, like, such a good bond with them. It's also another little, another community, you know? Um, yeah, that's, and that's what I and that's what I had in college all the time with yeah. like living with my friends, you know. Yeah. So coming out here back home, where I'm like, uh, I don't have many friends out here. We're all living separately. It takes yeah. forever to get to each other's places. And maybe not forever, but like, yeah. Uh, the, where I live right now, parking is a nightmare. So yeah. I don't even leave after I get home from work because that's the only time I can find parking, mm-hmm. and like that's just having people to talk to all the time. I have a question for you. I I have a question for you. You know how there's this like whole idea of like cities that are like how friendly cities are and how nice it is. So like, you know how easy it is to get to meet people in certain cities. Just, you know, like there's like a kind of like collective personality about a city. Correct. Uh, Yeah. A lot of people feel that way. Um, would you say that San Diego is like a friendly place to move into? I feel like every pe- every person that I've, I've met that has moved to San Diego has kind of like had uh, difficulties uh, forming relationships with people. Yes. Um, yeah. Would yeah, you agree with that? It's not. No, not not for San Diego. Mm. Um, I mean, it can be friendly, mm-hmm. but the problem is that like many other large cities. Um, the it's harder to be a quote unquote friendly city when you have so many different socioeconomic statuses. Mm. People don't have some people don't have the resources to um like just even go out for a drink or you know yeah. like have go have fun like etc. Um, while there's other people who that's like all that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
when you don't get like those those like um opportunities to mingle then not then it 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 just uh, never happens you know yeah um and and like you hear that like portland is such a friendly city or like like cities in europe they're like so friendly so blah 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 like when you move but like come on those cities are full of white rich people like <laughs> it's not <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's, that's uh, correlation does not equal causation like the, uh, there's so many factors at play yeah and bes- on top of that um the distance in san diego you have to drive god knows how long to get wherever you want and like yeah. i know it's not more than an hour to get anywhere in san diego or at least anywhere that matters in san diego but like why like who's gonna drive who's gonna drive for like half an hour so you can have like one drink at a bar because you have to drive back home or pay like fifty dollars for an uber each way like yeah no no yeah, <laughs> yeah. and that's uh, why i'm single <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have reached the root of the problem <laughs> Wow, I can finally stop therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out, guys. The breakthrough moment. <laughs> really, you're just going to have to pay me because I'm the one posing these questions to you and making your mind work. <laughs> <laughs> pay up. <laughs> That'll be $200. <laughs> you know what? See you next Fine. week. <laughs> If it gets if if you if you guarantee a breakthrough every single time, I would pay you two hundred dollars every time I talk to you. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, no, I thought it. I thought it would be. I, I don't have this question. Like I, uh, whenever just the topic of other cities and like other cities, life in other cities, comes. Uh, when we touch on that, I always have that question. I don't know why I've never actually verbalized it to you. Um. But, and I ask you specifically, because, you know, I know that you've lived in, like, other places. Um, uh, and, you know, uh, granted, like, you have been, like, in, a in like, the situation of, like, you know, being in college, um, where I think people, like, if you're moving into San Diego as a college student, it becomes so much easier, right, to meet people. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Because so, you're, you're on campus, you're in classes. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I found myself noticing that for you, when you moved back to San Diego, even though you grew up here, you know, your whole life, it, it kind of felt, it seemed to me like it felt like a little disorienting uh, because... Oh, fully. You didn't have... Yeah, exactly. Those adult, like uh, more adult relationships ha- didn't happen for you here in San Diego. And you were, I felt like mm-hmm. you were struggling with that. Um. Mm-hmm. You know what would? That's a great idea. You know what would create a ton of community, investing into adult classes, and yeah. saying like, "Hey, there's like here's some like free stuff that you can do on a Friday night. Like, yeah, let's go like learn to cook or like learn to sew. You know, like, like those things are, make the difference in building community and getting yeah. to know people. Yeah. Oh, I so want to learn how to sew. Uh, let's take a class Same. together. <laughs> you know, Same. because think... we're moving to Barrio Logan, I do believe that there is uh, um, a very well-known woman in the community there who has, like, a, a, a place where she does, like, alterations, but I think she also <gasps> has sewing classes. 
Yeah. For real? For real. <gasps> For real. And like she's like very well known in her community. Um yeah, she's a very good seamstress. And I I know because I looked into it like maybe one or two years ago when I really wanted to take sewing classes, but I have issues with commitment <laughs> in all aspects <laughs> of my life. <laughs> so I just did the research and never followed through with it. Um, but yeah. <laughs> So that would be something exciting. Uh, <laughs> that would be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Listen, all I need is sewing classes and perfecting my makeup or starting makeup because I don't have makeup to begin with. <laughs> um, and then I can be on RuPaul's Drag Race. It's perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I We, we will create a great look for you. Oh, you're uh, just going to be so beautiful. So excited. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> I want to try drag. I think I want to. I think I want to. Think I want to do that. That's gonna be the next thing that I like. Next big thing that I try. Yeah, you should. You really should. Um, It'll be fun. I can do like stand up with drag. That's what I was gonna tell. Um, that's what I was just about to tell you. I was like, you could incorporate drag into your comedy like so well. <laughs> oh yeah, there's so many drag queens who are like, uh, who even started doing stand up, and then yeah. they're like, oh, like I'm just gonna like put on some drag and go do stand-up like normal. Yeah. And then they like, they're like, bam, this is who I am. This is, yeah. this is it. <laughs> yeah. I, I would, I would love to see that. Um, mm-hmm. I would love to see you in drag. Oh, <laughs> oh that would be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I want to start learning how to do my own makeup, like drag makeup. Ooh. I mean, I don't know anything about drag makeup, but I can help you with like basics of makeup. <laughs> Yes. Yeah? Yeah. What I do find... So, the last time that I did any sort of, like, drag thing, it was in my semester in New York. Um, the final thing that we did in the semester was, like, do a piece for, um, like, the class. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, like, create our own our own theater piece. And I did this, um, this piece where I'm, like, talking to my dead grandmother and I'm, like, telling her about, like, a date that I'm going on or, like, mm-hmm. something like that. But the entire time, I'm, like, doing my makeup. I'm, like, fixing my hair. And then at the end, I, like, um, I basically am just in full drag. But the thing is, when I am when I was in that drag, because it was just very, like, foundation, some blush, lipstick, boom. You know, mm-hmm. like, very simple, basic yes. for the theater piece. Um, what I <laughs> realized when I did that, I looked in the mirror. And then I, like, realized I looked like my tias. And I was just like, oh... It was frightening. Oh, I am so happy that, you know, it didn't break your performance. <laughs> the horror didn't break your performance. No, there wasn't an actual mirror on the actual performance. So. Ah, okay. <laughs> it was bearable. But Wait, like when I, I, I like. So you only noticed this after the performance? Well, it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't after the performance. It was like at some point when I was looking in the mirror. Ah. Um, oh, no. You know what? It was. It was not before. It wasn't before the performance for sure. This was when my mom came to see it, uh, and she came to New York City for like the the week of the show or whatever, mm-hmm. and she saw it. And at the end, she was like, "Oh my god, you look like your tia." And I was like, "Shut the f- up." <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 
that is yeah, so I was like, no. And then, and then I was like, I looked through the selfies I had taken and I was like, I do. <laughs> it's traumatizing. That I love is... my Theas. They're beautiful, but like, I don't want to look like them, you know? Oh, that is so funny. That reminds me of the one time I was playing with Snapchat filters and they have that Snapchat uh, filter of like when... Uh, they'll turn you into like a guy oh, or a yeah. girl. Yeah. Yeah. And I tried it for a guy and I looked exactly like my uncle and I got so depressed. <laughs> <laughs> it just like it took me back to being like in in elementary school and being like, I look like a boy. <laughs> <laughs> it made me so depressed. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and again i love my tío but i don't want to be looking like him <laughs> mm-hmm. oh that is hilarious i know it's just like a it's like a weird like like a dissociation of who you are almost yes, yes but also you're you're like i truly am a member of my family <laughs> and, and i think that was the biggest thing i was like no i'm not like them and then i looked in the mirror i was like oh no <laughs> oh my gosh i truly am my family's family <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so now i just need to like find like a way to like do like a little bit more contouring or like a little like bigger lips or something that makes it different you know yes we'll we'll find something out we'll find something for you <laughs> that's not so triggering <laughs> that is so funny oh <laughs> uh, for those and i need to learn how to dance in heels <laughs> that's, you that's, know what that's next too that's that's still hard for me, you know? Um, I definitely suggest uh, chunky heels. Um, yeah. Uh, Listen, if I want to be on Drag Race, I got I to gotta step it up. I got to get... I got to work my way to stilettos. Yes, Alan, but you also fall with, like, flat shoes. <laughs> That's true. Maybe I won't be on Drag Race then. I'm just like looking out for point. your knee, for your for your ankles, okay? <laughs> yeah, you you know you're right. I have weak ankles. Yeah. <laughs> um, doesn't Megara also have weak ankles? <laughs> I think so. I think so. Where's my Hercules? Where's my Hercules? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh my goodness. If there's a prize for rotten judgment. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, I'm feeling so perky today. Yeah, you told me. You told me that's... This is wild. <laughs> that's good. That's really... We need we need perkiness. We need... Uh, in our We need perkiness in our boobs, in our mood, in mm. our... No, <laughs> perky tits. That's what they called me in high school. Perky tits. <laughs> <laughs> No, all boobs are beautiful. They didn't call me nice. You know, <laughs> um, perky boobs are will, not the definition of beautiful boobs. No. I will say, like, the thing I, I like, I don't mind my man boobs mm-hmm. or my boobs because, like, man boobs sounds really stupid. Yeah. Um, but the only thing is that, like, my nipples are so sensitive. Oh, really? With, like, any, like, gust of wind. So I'm always, I always look like I'm, like, about to poke someone's eye out. (laughs) 
it's very like I, I'm very self conscious about that. I'm always like like holding my hands to my to my boobs like and not not because like I don't like that I have boobs. It's just like uh-huh. the nipple, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, N- yeah. No, uh, just nipples feels like such a such like an intimate thing that shouldn't like yeah. should not stand to attention for the world to see. Yeah. And I think it's mostly like, because of how we censor stuff, you know, like you you can see the absolutely. whole boob except for the nipple. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's like we definitely should be freeing the nipple, but I still like I'm not there yet, you know, yeah. with mine. Oh yeah, me too. I've seen like uh some of my friends who have like, you know, uh like not like super big boobs, but still, you know, like a big chest. And, like, mm-hmm. them, like, rocking, like, the no bra um, look. And I'm just, like, yeah. you are so brave. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I can't. It's it's so, uh, yeah. it makes me so self-conscious. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny. Um, I wish, I, like, I would like to find, like, little pasties that I can put on them. But at the same time, it's, like, are you going to be able to see the pasties through my shirt? And then it's going to be, like... Well, why do you have pasties? Because, like, I don't wear baggy shirts. I wear, like, shirts mm. that are pretty tight to my body. Yeah. Um, I so, mean, they're pretty cheap. You could try them. <laughs> I could, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I I was. I did. Uh, <laughs> People are going to be like, do you have a nicotine patch? Like, <laughs> are you quitting? Are you, are you good? <laughs> yeah. You're like, I just get the most direct hit from them once I, when I place them <laughs> on my nipples. <laughs> like, ooh. <laughs> It's just more effective in that area. I found it. I did uh, try on this dress uh, that I have the other day. And I tried it on without a bra. And I was like, this would look so pretty without a bra. And then I'm like, Mm. but can I? Like, am I capable of that? Am I brave enough? (laughs) Is Is it a thicker fabric or is it pretty thin? It's pretty thin. It's pretty thin. So okay. I would probably like buy like pasties, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And just like they do sell kind of like these um, kind of like tapes to kind of make sure that like the dress doesn't move that much. So like especially mm, like, because yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. very low, a low cut dress. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, maybe if I do that, I could I could do it, you know? Um, you just got to get good tape, though, because there's there's been a lot of there's been too many fashion faux pas. Oh um, yeah, yeah. With like the with the bad tape. <laughs> oh my goodness, yes. Uh, so yeah, be very cautious about that. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe <laughs> we're gonna be one... hanging out at our house. <laughs> we're gonna be hanging out at our house, and I'm gonna be like, "Lexia, your tits out." <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, now I'm never gonna do it, Alan. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I was starting to feel brave, and you just put the doubt back in my mind. <laughs> Okay, never mind. I won't tell you. Thank you. Yeah, don't tell me. <laughs> Free the boob. <laughs> what a power move. You just like walked, like walked around like with one boob out. like. And then people are like, oh, hey, I think your boob's out. And yeah. Like, I know. Have you, you seen Have you seen those videos of like when like uh, women are fighting and it's just like how mad do you have to be and like how angry... You have to be for your boobs to be out and you have like mm-hmm. no f-ing, sorry, you don't give a crap in the world. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow. Oh, yeah. I, I grew up on Maury. I know what those are. You what? I grew up on Maury. What is Maury? Maury Povich. 
Maury, like Maury, Maury, Maury. Mm. Reality TV, like drama show. Mm. No, I think this is gonna be like our, our our bit for like the 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 um this podcast. Like you mentioned something <laughs> that was very like iconic and everybody knows about it, and I come here like, what's that? <laughs> this week on, you haven't seen that? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I don't know who Maury it's is. It's like Senorita Laura, but in English. Oh, okay, okay. That's yeah. all I need to know. <laughs> yeah, I never watched. When they're that. fighting, the titties are flying. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I ever it ever got to that point in La Senorita Laura. Um, mm, no. No. Um, and I, that might just be because of Latino uh, conservatives. <laughs> um, likely. Very likely. <laughs> um, that's funny. That's funny. But yeah, I when I see those videos, I'm like, wow, just on what level of fields do you have to be for, for that to happen? And you just don't care. <laughs> I'm like, how do I get that angry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll show you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, and I think with that, we're almost at our time. We are. So, Alexia, I want to ask you a question. Ask away, my boy. What did you learn this week? Anything you might have learned. Anything at all. From how to tie your shoes to the chemical compound of the fuel in rocket ships. Anything. You know what? I learned that I don't actually know uh, what avocado trees grow on. <laughs> True. Um, you know, everybody that says, every friend or anybody I know that has said, you know, like, oh, I have an avocado tree. They always say, I have an avocado tree. So I'm like assuming it's a tree. Uh, today, I mean, last week when we went to see... Uh, <laughs> The house that we will now mm -hmm. be living in uh, in one month. Um, we saw yeah. that they have this vine and it has this fruit that looks like an avocado. I'm very sure it's just like a not yet ripe avocado. Um, but it's growing on a vine. And uh, it's just... I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, learned that your knowledge can change exactly i learned that i don't know everything and that <laughs> just does not sit well with me <laughs> um but uh yeah and uh i know that it's probably just a quick google search away but it is wednesday and i still don't know uh so that's my two cents <laughs> will i know when this goes up on friday who knows really <laughs> who knows mm -hmm. <laughs> and so yeah with that if uh if any of you guys um know what an avocado grows on please let us know in the comment section of this uh of this podcast or message us. I don't know if there's a comment section to age. Well, I know that there's a comment section for iTunes, Apple Podcasts. There's a review section. Oh, yeah. A review section. That, section. Sorry. That's what I was trying to say. Reviews. Um, 
yeah, include that comment in our reviews. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let us know. Give us let a us review. Know. Rate us five star on iTunes. Um, listen to us on Spotify or on any major podcasting platform because we're there. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for listening. Black Lives Matter. Yes. Go out. Keep the good fight going. Um, stay safe. Keep wearing your masks. We love you. Yeah. Spread love. And remember that because everything is opening up, COVID-19 has not gone away. So please, Facts. still, stay safe, people. Wear those masks. <laughs> yes. Stay safe. Six feet. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye.